You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, here's your host, Peter Inch. Good morning. I'm Peter Inch, host of the Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show and general manager of Roy Inch & Sons Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing, winner of the Consumer's Choice Award for the last three years, and we're happy to say winner of the Best of London for two years in a row. We just found out about that this week, so we're pretty happy about that. We hope you'll be able to join us every Saturday morning from 9 to 9.30, as we'll provide you, our listeners, some information about your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing how it works, and some energy-saving tips. But most important, the phone lines are open, so you can call in and ask any question relating to your heating, air conditioning, or plumbing in your home or business by calling us at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Or if you want to send an email, you can send an email in to inch by inch at serviceexperts.com and we'll uh, read that on the air and answer your question. And one lucky caller today will win for the last home game, (laughs) two tickets to the Saturday, February the 28th, London Lightning versus the Mississauga Power. So don't wait. Give us a call right away. And uh, Dan, I I heard... So I know they won, so we can have a night's report this week? Yep, you uh, you heard right. Uh, they won 4-3 in a shootout last night, and they can play a, a complete game last mm-hmm. night. Um, all three periods, uh, Oshawa took it to them a bit in the second period, but they held in there and finally got a win out of it. Well, that's good. Yep. Good for the Knights, maybe back on track. And we also have Steve Gilbert here with us today. Steve's not new. He was here at our first show But uh, last week I was away in the beautiful town of Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. Uh, Now, I'll tell you, London's got better snow plowing than Moose Jaw does. Moose Jaw does not plow snow. So uh, we were out there for the Sanders Merler Telethon. So we brought Steve in. We're going to introduce him how to work the board and everything here. Great, yes. He'll give some gray hair to Matt, like I did the first few weeks. And uh, we'll have him sit in for me when I'm not here with Dan and... uh, does Dan, does Dan always come with his uh, London Knights garb on? Pretty, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Right. <laughs> he, he he does, what, what do you say, He he's the part. He kind of pretends to be the Knights reporter with all the Knights <laughs> oh, okay. on. And right. yeah. But it um, was pretty cold this week out there. Oh, it was. Um, we had a lot of people calling in about furnaces running too long and uh, issues with that. And, and Steve, you mentioned about setback thermostats. I did, yes. Um just um, we come across it quite quite often. Actually, the uh, people people like to set their thermostats back, you know, when they go to sleep at night, just to uh, conserve some energy. Uh, but we do find at times that people will set their thermos, thermostats back too far. And um, for instance, I, I one particular customer uh, was setting it back, you know, six or seven degrees Celsius, which in in Fahrenheit terms is is almost fourteen degrees, and when it's minus thirty degrees out, it's it's your furnace is having a real challenge whether or not it'll get it back up to temperature again. Yeah, and I mean even with the temperature we had, yeah. 
you know, I keep my house around 21, but I bumped it up to 23 just oh. because, you know, I knew it was going to be cold. I put it on hold so it wouldn't set back that during this really cold time so that, you know, if I got some pipes in an area of the house that isn't getting as much warm air as normal, that's I wanted right. to make sure they didn't freeze. Yeah, no, that's right. We even set ours up to uh, 22. Um, we've got the little guy running around there, uh, grandson running around there. So uh, we like to keep it a little bit warmer now. And with the temperature the way it is, uh, it keeps the drafts from coming in a little better and keeps those pipes warm. It was also kind of, you know, I had a neighbor who called me uh, just uh, her husband was was out at work because he worked shift work. And uh she couldn't. She didn't have any hot water, and um, the neighbor called me and asked me if I'd go over and have a look because obviously uh, she had the she had the temperature turned up in the house, but still there was a pipe that that yes. froze. Yes. Well, and I think now is is what I call the worrisome time. We've we kind of warmed up a little bit, <laughs> and some of these frozen pipes that have frozen and maybe split. That's right. Are now going to unthaw. And we're going to get a few calls today. That's right. So if you've seen that you haven't had water at a faucet or something um, and uh, it's starting to get a little bit more mild out now, if you can use that term, you should make sure that uh, you turn that tap on, make sure you have water there now, and just go around and check the pipes, especially if you've had one that you suspect has been frozen. And, I mean, we even had... uh, um a family went down to Florida, um, and their water or their their furnace had broken down, and they froze their tankless water heater. Yes, and, and didn't realize that until a little later when they got the furnace fixed and everything warmed up. All of a sudden, there was water just pouring just out. all over the place, and that's right inside the heater. You can't even see that. That's just something that um, you know these things happen, and. Uh, before you do do anything like uh, getting your furnace back on, maybe you should turn your water off and then just open the cold first and then open the hot just to make sure everything's okay. And I know a lot of people go down south and, and they are going on vacation to Cuba or whatever and they turn the temperature down in their house, turn the water off, thinking everything's yeah. okay. But the the temperature, the coldness that we were having over the last week, <laughs> if anybody's looking after those houses, I would recommend bumping that temperature up a little bit just to compensate for how cold it was getting. For sure. Or and if they or if they have a nest, right? We can just do it right from the comfort <laughs> of their of lying on the beach. They, they can pick up their cell phone and just can. look at their house. <laughs> yep, exactly, on their smartphone and make the adjustment yep. and and look after it. So it's something you have to pay a little uh, attention to on these setback thermostats that during the really cold snap, you might not set it back at all. Or make sure you're only putting it back a couple of degrees. Do not go back six or seven degrees. That's just way too much. You're probably not saving a lot because the furnace has to uh, adjust for that when it comes back on. It takes that much longer for it to get it back up to temperature. So you're you're further ahead just to let it go back a couple of degrees this time of year. Yeah, but what people don't realize is when you set the temperature back, um, it's not just the air that cools down it's it's all it's all the objects in the house so Everything. the table the floors the walls and um you know when you ask that furnace to turn back on all those objects have to heat back up to that same air temperature that's right and they absorb an awful lot of energy so mm-hmm. um it's some setbacks good but certainly just a couple degrees so we're going to take a break here the phone lines are open you can give us a call locally at 
519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255 or send us an email at inchbyinch at serviceexperts.com. You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, once again, here's your host, Peter Inch. Welcome back. I should have mentioned at the start of the show there, the reason I was in Moose Jaw was the Canadian Women's Curling Championship or the Scotties Tournament of Hearts. And uh, we ran the Sandra Smirler Telethon out there mm-hmm. to raise money for uh, premature babies to provide equipment to hospitals across Canada. And we set a record. We oh. were 250,000 was the record before Sunday, last Sunday, and we did 336,000. Yeah, that's so, awesome. Yeah, yeah so it's amazing. We were pretty happy about that. And uh, Sandra's girls, uh, first time they had been seen since she passed away 15 years ago. And... Um, you know, everybody had them frozen as an eight-month-old and a two-year-old, and yeah. now they're 17 and 15. So, <laughs> now, Did I see that they're curlers as well? Yeah. Well, the, the oldest, uh, Sarah, is curling up in Prince George at the Canada Winter Games. So uh, we wish her luck, she, except when she plays Ontario. When she plays <laughs> Ontario, we won't be cheering for her. But any other team, I hope she does well with them. Yep. So. Now, a lot of the uh, – we're get, supposed to be getting some snow. Um, we've mentioned this. You know, 50 times, but we're going to mention yes. it again. Uh, make sure you've shoveled out your vents for yep. your furnace, your water heater, your fireplace, your gas meter, and, you know, even around your windows. Yes. Um, you know, get the snow away from that stuff now so that it has an opportunity to breathe, you know, better air than trying to suck up snow and plugging and causing right. difficulties. Right. And, Be- and we had a... A fair number of those last week. We had uh, a lot plug vents. So, well, and and even even vents that um, even though they were shoveling out, you have to make sure you reach inside because sometimes the snow's gone right inside the vent, and you may think it's clear, but yeah, we had one fellow last week that had shoveled out around, but it had blown in and then froze. Yeah. yeah, and if your neighbors are really good with their snowblower, or blowing it directly into <laughs> yes. the vent, that can go in quite far. So yes, and you yes. might ask them very nicely not to blow directly at the vent and uh, get it clear because it is, uh, you know, an expensive service call to come out, cut the vent, try to get rid of all the snow, yes. reglue it back together. It's it's not like fifty bucks. You're going to be looking, you know, two hundred dollars to yes. get that all done. So. Yeah. You know, keep the snow away, try to get it cleaned out. It's, you know, it's going to be warm today. It's not as cold outside. So gives you an opportunity to get out there and do a little shoveling around it. Yep. I've shoveled enough this, this winter. <laughs> yeah. that's, so, a, that's why I have a snowblower now. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we're, um, the furnaces are working hard. Um, they are. You know, they are. It's almost like the summer when we say your air conditioner on a 90 degree day is going to work uh, quite hard. Um, the furnaces during this cold snap is really working hard and we're getting a lot of, um, you know, people who are calling in because their high, their gas bills are a little higher and whatever. And that's, that's right. usually due to the, uh, how hard they're yeah. working, but we're going to head to the phone lines and we have, uh, Gerald on the line. Go ahead with your question, Gerald. I have a question for Dan, the okay. slow draining on a bathroom tub. Uh, which is also used as a shower, but uh, it will drain. 
but throughout a shower, you may get two inches of water in the bottom. Well, I recognize this voice, and I and I think you can handle this. You think so? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm um, try, but I'm, I'm looking for a professional. <laughs> okay. Um, probably what's happened is it's probably a, a buildup of hair and soap um, film on the inside of that drain. Okay. So if you the overflow on your tub, you know, up the halfway up the side or three quarters right. of the way up the the end. Right. If you wrap a wet a rag and wrap it around that so that it can't get air in there and plunge down at the drain. Okay. Okay. Yep. And and once you get a good suction on that, plunge plunge it five or six times. Take the okay. plunger away. Take that rag away, and you should have loosened it up or pushed it through. Okay, so and, that would be at the trap, you think, Dan? Exactly. Um, yeah. A lot of times um, it'll build up just past the trap because that water is always flowing through the trap, and it'll start to build a layer just past the trap. Okay. Okay, so, and yeah. plunging, you should get rid of that easily. If not, you may have to take that overflow cover off. You may have to run some sort of a drain cable down there. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well. We don't really want to crawl underneath and, and disconnect the the trap if we can do it from the top. No, I think you can get it from the top. Good. Okay. Thank you. Appreciate yep. it. Have All a right. good day, guys. You okay. do. Thanks. All right. Thanks, Bye. Dad. <laughs> well, if you didn't know who that was, that was my father. <laughs> so, uh, but he, you know, we just helped somebody down in Florida there clean That's out right. there, yeah. so he must be listening <laughs> online to us. So S- we... Something interesting about about the hair, I, you know, I've, I've got a I've got a few girls at home uh, that that that. Um, my daughter's and um, the showers, the shower upstairs was actually going very slow. Same sort of thing. Yeah. Well, I took it apart. I took the drain cap off because I, and I pulled something that looked like a squirrel out of the <laughs> out of the drain. It was at least eighteen inches long. And um, once I got that out of there, it's amazing how fast the water yeah, actually leaves works the tub. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It. Um, it. It. Would you call that regular maintenance that needs to be done? <laughs> um. <laughs> Probably, but you know, most people don't worry about that till things start to slow. If it's just a little bit, it'll flow through with the water. But when it's a lot and it starts to build up a little more and a little more, and then you get the the tail like Steve was talking about. <laughs> um, but if you run uh, just a tub full of hot water and let it go every once in a while, just as a regular maintenance thing, you should be okay. Now, on our plumbing plus, that's something. That we offer when we go out to the home and check all the plumbing fixtures right. and everything. It's something they can check, and then if they're, you know, if you yeah. want it clean, they can do yeah. it at that and point. They can, once you do that, uh, we come out and do that. They'll tell you numerous different things that um, needed, need fixed, should be fixed now, or or what you can do to fix something yourself, or what maybe doesn't need done till maybe a few months down the line. So it's a good uh feature, and it's a good uh, product to have available to our customers. Yeah, so if you need that service or you'd like it, it's something we do offer where we'll come out to your home, check all the piping, fixtures, uh, label all the um, shutoffs in your home so you know in the basement what's that tap for. You can look at it and say it's for the ice maker upstairs or whatever it is. So it's something we definitely offer, and you can give the shop a call and... uh, 519-681-2450, 519-681-2450, and they can book that in. Um, the When we're talking about showers and, 
you know, plunging. Mm-hmm. There, there's one plunger for everything, right? I just got to buy one? No. 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 Um, some people will tell you that there is one plunger for everything. But for all of your drains in your house, not your toilet, a flat bottom plunger is the way to go. A lot of them have a cup on the bottom. They have a ball on the bottom. Those are more suited to your toilets where it can actually get into the throat of the toilet, create a seal, and plunge it that way. The flat bottom ones are more for a kitchen sink, a bathtub, something like that. You may not get a proper seal to plunge if the plunger doesn't have a flat bottom on it. So there are different plungers for different jobs. I did not know that. I just learned something this morning. <laughs> there is. <laughs> now, some of the toilet ones, the cup can push back in to make that's it a flat right. bottom. Is it, that right? It or? Can, that's right. It can push back in, but sometimes they don't create a good enough seal when you're trying to plunge something. If you can't make a seal with that plunger, um, it's probably not doing you any good. So try and stay away from the cone ones. Unless you're using it on your toilet. Okay. Well, I'm going to buy a plunger today. <laughs> also, just just a, a couple of weeks ago, I just, uh, you know, you get your hydro and your and your water bill. Um, and I noticed that my water usage for the past month was abnormally high. Mm-hmm. And uh, didn't realize, but I had a, a toilet that was running. Mm-hmm. And it's... It, I had no idea until I looked at my water bill and thought, this is really strange. Like, I've almost doubled my water use in, in one month. Well, the when your toilet's running like that, quite often you can see it in the bowl, but sometimes you can't. If it's going down the overflow or it's just leaking a little bit, you may not see that water running in the bowl, even though your toilet is running. So if if you suspect that at all, put... Put a bit of food coloring or a little bit of dye of some sort in the back of your toilet tank, and yep. you'll see it come through right into the bowl quickly. Okay. Now, we um, we had talked uh, this week about a Mansfield toilet that mm-hmm. was having trouble pushing the lever down. Yes. And you mentioned it's a common problem with that. Maybe you can explain it, it, if anybody has a Mansfield toilet that's having a hard time with the handle. It, it uh, is a common problem with the Mansfield, um, more so than some of the other toilets. They have a, they have a flat gasket on the bottom, and when you trip the lever on it and lifts up, when the water's flushing into the bowl, it sucks that back down, and when the gasket starts to get soft, it'll suck it right in there, almost create a vacuum when it seals. So when you go to trip it the next time, it's stuck in there real tight. I've seen actually people break the trip levers trying to flush those. Now, they're, the gaskets are way better now than they used to be. But if you notice that if it's hard to trip and it's a Mansfield, it's probably that flush gasket in the bottom. It's just a red flat gasket. Okay. Well, we hope uh, the information we've given you this week will uh, help you out. Again, If you know, maybe not set your thermostat back. But if you have to get a hold of us when we're not on the radio, you can reach us by calling in London or St. Thomas at 519-681-2450 or in Sarnia at 519-786-2373 or 1-866-EXPERTS or always online at RoyInch.com. If you'd like to listen to this uh, show or any of our shows previous, you can go to RoyInch.com. 
hit the uh, inch by inch home comfort show button on the right, and it will list all the shows there for you. As we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard, by the inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week.